Welcome back to the first official episode of When We Get By. The very first official episode. Like official tissue. Official tissue. Like stamp. (laughs) So, yeah. Why do people say official tissue? I I haven't heard that until you just said it. Okay, cool. So last week we released our intro episode, which, you know, got way more love than we were expecting. Um, I, Way. I just thought, you know, I have group chats with, you know, combined, like, two different group chats with, like, five people, maybe. And I thought we would get, like, my five listens and however many friends you got and how many line sisters you got or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I wasn't expecting how many, like, I was expecting a lot. So... You like, guys really exceeded our expectations. Yeah. So thanks so much. And we are listening to your feedback about things to improve. So I mean like new new shit is on the way, new equipment's on the way, you know. So we do have plans and mostly everything I'll say we do plan on working on. But anyway. Let's get the shit bracking. Yeah, let's get it bracking. So today, what are we talking about? Moving. So how old were you when you got your first apartment? Literally fucking thirty. Okay, so how old were you when you got your first apartment? I was 21 years old. I was a recent undergraduate. Mm. I was 21 and a recent graduate from <laughs> you were the a illustrious Hampton University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved um, to a town close to home for grad school. Um, I moved in with my old work and... What kind of apartment was it? Like, how many bedrooms? Two bedroom, two bath, a.k.a. student housing. And y'all paid for it? Yeah, I paid for it. First with student loans, then I got a job. Um, so, I was paying way more than we would have paid for a regular two-bedroom house in that area because it was student housing. And it was furnished. That's a big point. Yeah, student well. housing is always expensive. Yeah, I feel like it was like 12 a month. But, like, all of the utilities and cable were included. Yeah, and when you compare it to, like, the off-campus stuff, it'd be cheaper. But it's furnished. That's the difference. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, I mean, it was cool. I regret very little besides moving in with someone. Um, but, you know, that's not the topic for today. No, it's not. <laughs> um. So, yeah. We, we moved into that two-bedroom, two-bathroom. Um, set it up where, like, I had a room and he had a room. Even though we generally spent all our time in one room, mm-hmm. um, it was fully furnished, and it wasn't until I moved into an apartment that was not fully furnished that I realized what kind of blessing that was. Mm-hmm. So, what about you? Um, I got my first apartment, like my first real sign the lease and everything apartment at twenty three. Did you have a cosigner? No. Ooh. Good credit, young nigga. I don't know if it was me, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, it it was me and a ex of mine. We got an apartment. We both needed somewhere to stay, so you know I'm not gonna get into those details. But we needed somewhere to stay, so we got a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. And yeah, I mean it was 
it wasn't a bad apartment. Like it was unfurnished, so it was, and it was a real apartment. Mm. So we had to furnish it ourselves, and um, mm. let's just say it took a while. And even like the furniture that we got, I didn't really like it, but we needed, you know, hey. we needed something to hey. sit on. Hey. <laughs> and when company came over, they needed somewhere to sit on as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, cause like you don't want you don't want your friends coming over and you ain't got nothing. I feel like what's his name, uh, Lawrence, and insecure <laughs> when he had that big ass TV. With no furniture, that's what it was uh, like at first. And that's real, like, especially when you have to, like, start over. Like, coming from, like, your parents' house or something with none, no furniture of your own. Wow, my mom ain't let me take shit. Me neither. Wow. She was petty spaghetti. Talking about some, talking about if you grown, you can if get you your own If you want to act grown, you can be right. grown. Like, okay. if you want to move out on your own, then get your own furniture. That's what you can do. Yeah. I, um, before I knew that I was moving into furnished housing, when I moved back home in my own apartment, I asked my mom if I could take my, um, my bedroom set. And she was like, why, why would I give you my furniture that I bought? Mm-hmm. And that was the end of that conversation, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, basically, like, I don't know, like when you get your own place from like even living on campus in like a dorm and living at home, it's just not the same. And it's like, you think, like, I don't know. It's like, when you want to move out, you just think about it. You're like, oh, that apartment's only only $800. I mean, my apartment's only $400. That's nothing. Hmm. And then you don't consider anything else at all. So, like, like coming from your parents' house to your own apartment is a, is a leap. Nobody really prepares you for what the, like, responsibilities are, you know? Yeah. Like, like everything. Like all of the all of the responsibilities that your parents had are now yours. All of it, like, like that. Can yeah. y'all, can, <laughs> like that. All of a sudden, like at your parents' house and stuff, like you don't have to you don't have to worry about groceries, and that's like one of I feel like that's one of the biggest, maybe top two, differences, is like paying for groceries because like you come, nobody like told you, you how expensive milk was. I mean, literally everything, like slices of cheese, even craft singles, bitch, is like four dollars, three, four dollars. Even and then the off brand you could get for like two something, but they don't, they don't slap like crafts. It's it's different. <laughs> they don't slap. You it are. don't. And it's like you you don't you you don't think about it. Like you come home, you come to your parents' house, and they have groceries. Like if you are, I'm speaking from a middle class standpoint here. <laughs> a middle class, you know, both of my parents worked. I lived in a two-parent household, at, you know, to begin with. Two parents, two parents working, and, like, three four, three siblings in the house. And the older fridge. siblings. Yeah, older siblings who probably had jobs. And the refrigerator was always stacked. Yeah. It was always stacked. Like, I never, I never bought a grocery. <laughs> I did not have to buy craft singles. Groceries? I didn't have to buy anything. Like, my mom would make dinner. And that was my meal. If my mom wasn't making dinner, then somebody would pay for me to get food. And that's that. Like, I think about, like, the responsibility of of buying groceries and of cooking now. And I'm just like, damn, like, I can't imagine having two parents that work and then somebody still coming home and making dinner. Like, shout out to my mom. Shout out to moms and, you know, dads. And you know parental figures everywhere, <laughs> getting off work and cooking. Cause honey, Cause fuck that. Like, honey. like no, like I gotta cook after this, and I'm just like, 
For what? I mean, I literally have sleep for dinner because I don't want to cook. Like, I don't want to make food. And this is before me and you living together. Like, if it was, if I came home by myself and I was tired from working a nine to five and I was starving, I'd just go to bed. <laughs> I'd just go to bed hungry because I'm not cooking. I'm tired. Like, who is, who is doing, who's doing all this labor? Like, and then like another thing you're not paying for. Like, on top of groceries, you're not paying for utilities. Woo! Like, you can go home, you can watch cable, you can watch TV. And this is assuming, like, some people live in, like, some people live in their parents' house, and they have to contribute to the house. But, like, in my house, like, if I lived at home, I wouldn't have to pay for anything. Yeah, unless your parents are making you contribute, you don't really have to, like. And I'm speaking, again, from, you know, my upbringing. I didn't have to pay for anything. Like, we had HBO, we had the good channels, we had HD channels, and I wasn't paying for nothing. I was not paying for that. And, like, I don't know. Like, I think about it, and I'm like, damn, you know, I could have lived at home and not paid for cable. That saved me so much money. But, but then, like, the internet, though. Oh, yeah, the internet's not that good. But, like, and then, I don't know, like, all of that, like, the groceries and utilities, you'd be surprised at how much money, like, you're saving by not paying that. And then that's the thing, like, when you live at home, you can save so much money if you're responsible with your money you can save yeah (laughs) okay you can save like a lot of money because you're not paying rent like and rent is like the chunk of your expenses when you move out yeah unless you live in like colorado well not even colorado like north dakota or something in a small (laughs) town in in the dakotas then your rent is probably cheap there but if you live like if you want to move out and you live in like philly or new york or like atlanta like downtown deep in gentrification, then your rent is gonna be expensive. The rent in okay. Atlanta in the Atlanta metro area is okay. too damn high. But still, like, I feel like if you honestly, like, if you have a good environment at home and you're not, you know, it's not affecting your mental health, you're not being abused, it's a good place to be at the neighborhood, you know, you're not gonna get, like, it's not dangerous for you to live there or something, I would stay. I would stay at your mom, at your parents' house. I would stay there, but like I also will sell ass before I go back to my <laughs> daddy's house. Like but I like, will work at McDonald's and sell ass on the side. Like I'm not yeah. doing that again. But like I don't know. But like those are just that's like a good like good parts. Like you don't have to pay for groceries. You don't have to pay for utilities, like stuff like that. Like you're able to save money. But like also you don't really have freedom like at your parents' house unless like I know of some people that are like best friends with their parents and they don't Can't they don't care yeah they don't care about what y'all do like what you do at the house i'm like you can smoke weed you can drink you can have sex at your house and stuff like that now personally <laughs> i can't relate to that i don't even drink in the house at all like none of us drink alcohol in the house so like you can't i'm not getting lit at my parents house. even on top of that like you can't you can't bring people over if you have a household like that you can't bring people to your house you can't smoke you can't like invite people over until however long you want them to be there like you come home at four o'clock in the morning then they're like okay, where you been like what's going on you're just on? gonna be coming to my house right. anytime of night and yes. i mean and some people's parents don't care about that like and if you have an environment like that i would say stay like if you could do whatever you want to do at your mama house or at your daddy house then stay or whoever you stay with don't leave <laughs> just stay because if somebody it's is expensive the bills and allowing you you know freedom within reason of course um then at that young tender age like whenever you're like 21 and fresh out of school like 
accept that soft place to land. Please do not rush out talking about, I'm going to do this on my own because you're dumb. Okay? Out. Okay. <laughs> no, really. Yeah, like, I would say if you are if you graduate, graduate school and you don't really have no money, like and you don't really have a good job, and your parents are like, you could always come stay with us. If it's a good environment, I would go back home. Like I won't even say if you don't have a good job. Literally, if you're, if you have that safety net, like just take the time to like really utilize it to the best of your ability. Because number one, the economy is going to shit sooner than later. Like you might be forced to move home soon. No bullshit. Um. <laughs> If them niggas is letting you do your thing for little to no money, be appreciative and be like, all right, we in this bitch. Okay. So what's it like? What's what's the difference like living on your own? Oh, it's it's very ghetto. Um, Can you stop saying ghetto? No, please? because I think about like, so my first apartment, whenever I lived with my ex back home for grad school, like. It was cool or whatever because, like I said, his parents were helping us financially. Way more than mine were who were 20 minutes away. Um, But once I, like, moved and lived in my own apartment by myself in Atlanta, like, like we talked about groceries a second ago, like, I was truly, well, number one, I was living off my refund check for grad school. And that's an important point here because (laughs) living off that refund check meant that I had to, like, make my money stretch for the entire semester. I moved to Atlanta, like, used literally all my life savings to get there. So, like, all that money I initially had was paying for textbooks and, like, the deposit on my um, apartment, my first month's rent, all that shit. So I went up the street to Kroger's. And to the croakers, to the croakers, honey. And I was just looking, and I was like, "Oh, I want to eat the organic chicken. You know, I'm trying to be healthy. Let me get some black beans and shit." And um, I really lived off kale eggs, which was, ba- I mean, basically like what a the hell. No, like I, it's like an omelet. So I would have a little bit of cheese. Um. So I I'll thought, some no, kale. I thought you I thought kale eggs was a thing. Like that's why I was like <laughs> <laughs> No, so I'd make like a kale omelet with a little bit of cheese, go to class. Then I would come home and have like some chicken and some black beans and whatever vegetable. Like literally was having the most sparse ass meals. There's like this, I don't know if it's a movie or a saying, but it's like you kinda learn how much a dollar costs. So like I think in grad school for me, that was like the first time where I really like recognized how much shit really costs, like how far money really goes. So here I am like trying to, you know, continue to live, maybe buy a nice outfit for an outing with my friends because I'm, you know, living in Atlanta for the first time and also pay bills so it's just like oh wait I only have this many dollars left so can I afford the organic chicken and the cable bill and the light bill and I mean no bullshit I've made many a payment arrangement with Xfinity for that very reason because like it takes a lot for them to cut your shit off I I tested that a lot 
um, no. because I was just like, mm, I don't really feel like paying this bill right now because I need to do whatever. What? But like, hey, <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> you? That's not how paying bills works. That's not how that works. Call me young payment arrangement, nigga, because I had cable no. and I also had other things. I pay my bills first, and if I have $2 left after all my bills are paid, then so be it. Then I'm calling my mom like, hey, hey, sis, can you, uh, hey, things are a little, a little short here. Uh, can I hold like $20? <laughs> you give me $20. I had that TV and my mattress on the floor. And then two pieces of furniture for a long ass time because I really could not figure out how to make sure I had enough money for bills and still like furnish my apartment. So like I, um, what was it? So my ex like came to live with me or stay with me and help me like move some furniture that I bought from a friend. So then I got like a coffee table and some end tables for my couch and um a a couch from her for like two hundred dollars. She was like, Oh, and she, and she gave me a very nice microwave. Shout out to Mercy. What a blessing. Um, oh truly, truly a blessing. So I took the little U Haul, got the stuff from Mercy, moved the shit in my house. Wonderful. And maybe like a month or so after that, I got like this hundred and some dollar table from American Freight. So once I got all those pieces of furniture, um, oh, I also finally purchased a bed frame from, and just like the little brown metal one from Big Lots for like 60 some dollars. So um, did not have a headboard, but was able to like furnish my place with those like cheap things. So that was a blessing kind of. I still, just bought everything one by one. I still only had that 11-inch TV for a long time. <laughs> That's trash. Well, I brought my... I had a TV. I had a 32-inch TV. And then later down the road, I brought I bought my, my brother's 50-inch TV. But, like, I had to buy everything myself. So, like, I had to buy a couch. And couches are expensive. I had to buy a table. And tables are expensive. And, like, rugs are expensive. And literally everything is expensive. No one really discusses the cost of rugs. And that is just an exorbitant amount. Everything is. Like, everything is expensive. And that's what, like, like when you live, when you live at home, you just have furniture. Like, you don't, no, you don't even, like, look up furniture for real unless you're, like, that kind of person. Because furniture is expensive. Like, even the cheap furniture is expensive like if you're like not if you don't have it like that yeah if you don't have it like that then like like a 250 dollar couch is pricey because you're paying for rent you're paying for utilities paying for groceries you're paying for your car you're paying for gas you're paying for like everything and then you have to buy furniture on top of that like it's a lot of money how 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 i'm going to <laughs> how but i will say like looking back on moving into that first apartment by myself regardless of how under furnished it was or how high the bills were there was a lot of like joy and pride that I had in like going home to a place that was mine like there's an unmatched joy of knowing that I bought the juice in this bitch and I get to drink all the juice in this bitch like when I come back home it's gonna be just as much juice in there as it was when I left and that's um that's the thing you really can't experience when you're living with others um, that is really underrated. 
Honestly. For real. There's always the freedom to like walk around butt ass naked or play the song that you want to hear and you don't have to worry about somebody wanting to watch something at a time or you want to watch something else. Like there's, um, I don't even really know the word for it besides to say freedom. Like there's really nothing like having your own space. Like, you know, when I walk in this bitch, if somebody walk in here with me, I can tell them when it's time to leave. And you I can, can you could bring bitches to the house. And you or can have niggas, a party. You could bring niggas as well if that's what you okay. wanted to do. You can have a party until four o'clock in the morning and you don't have to worry about your mom be like, Who is that in my house? What y'all doing? What's going on? What's happening? What time you coming home? What time you doing this? Is that your mama voice again? Because this it doesn't match yeah. the voice that she had earlier yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's it's Living by yourself is oh, also the well, freedom not to just live by yourself. Like, you can have a roommate. One moment, because the point that I'm making is about living by yourself. The thermostat stays where the fuck you put it. Like, you don't have to worry about nobody else in that bitch being cold or hot. Like, if 73 degrees is your shit, your house gets to stay right there. And who gonna check you? Who gonna say, oh no, can you turn it up? No, nigga, because you don't pay no fucking bills here. You know, this is this is a random story, and I'll make it quick. <laughs> but I had a roommate, sophomore year of college. And, like, I was never really there because I would, like, go stay with my girlfriend at the time for, like, a lot of the time. But I would come back to that dorm, and she would have the heat on 80 degrees in, that was in my the winter. freshman year. Yeah, she would have it on 80 degrees. And when I would come in there, I would turn it down or I would turn it off. Because that's crazy. Like, who's sleeping at 80 degree temperatures? And then it was, like, a war of the thermostat. And we just never discussed it. I just, I, I was never there for real. So I felt like I would come in and change it from 80 degrees. And then I would go across the way and go somewhere else. And then I come back and it's 80 degrees again. And I change it. Like, that's, no. No, that was me freshman year. I remember one night my roommate had the heat on high. And it was the middle of the fucking night. I woke up sweating and I wanted to punch her in her chest. But instead of doing that, I opened the window and left the blinds down. So she woke up in the middle of the night and was like, oh, my God, Rumi, it is so cold in here. And I was like, well, the heat is on high. Like, what's going on? But, like, girl, you had me fucked up thinking I was going to, like, my bed was right beside the the heater, like the furnace mm-hmm. thing. So you want me to burn the fuck up? I think the fuck not. Like, in those situations, that's why, like, if you have, if you have a roommate, you got to really be, like, I don't know. You got to be careful about who you live with because, like. Like, my situation where the girl was turning the heat to 80 degrees, that's something we should have discussed, you know? So, like, when you have a roommate, you got to make sure that y'all have kind of similar living habits because, like, you don't want to live with somebody that's, like, up at 4 o'clock in the morning blasting music on, like, volume 50 if you, like, going to be asleep or something. Or they were, You don't have to shave like, me on this podcast. <laughs> you do not do that. I was just saying, I wake up way earlier than you when I like to play my music. Okay. Well, like you, and then, like, you don't want to live with somebody that, like, likes it really hot and you like it really cold or somebody that's very messy and you're very, like, clean and organized and stuff like that. So it's, like, I don't know, like, picking, like, living with a roommate and, like, someone that you're not, like, involved with, someone, like, not a partner or anything like that is very iffy. And then, like, even, I don't know. Like, if, you, if you're like, oh, that's my best friend. We about to get this house or whatever. We going to live together. Usually, from what I have seen, 
like with my friends living with their close friends, it doesn't really work out. And like that's that's not like that hasn't happened to me like where like the friendship is just over. But like I've seen a lot of instances where it's like, oh, I'm gonna live with my best friend, and then after twelve months, then they be like, fuck that bitch, I don't <laughs> talk to her. And we're like, why not? She was leaving tampons on the staircase, like shit like that. <laughs> tampons on the staircase. <laughs> yeah, it just be random nasty shit like that, and you be like, ooh. So I'm like, yeah. just cause just cause they're like your best friend or your close friend or something doesn't mean that their living habits are similar. Absolutely, and I feel like I learned that thing in college. Like my my best best friend like my my best bitch was my next door neighbor freshman year and we like spent all of our time outside of class together and I was like I don't want to come home to the same nigga that I've gone to party with gone to happy hour with then like gone to the library to study with like that's just it's not healthy so like even when I moved to Atlanta I stayed on her couch for two weeks and I feel like after I moved into my own place after that, I besides seeing her in class, I don't think I went to see her for like three weeks after that because we was at each other's necks. Yeah. Basically, like she wanted me out of her space. I was like stay on her couch in the living room, me and my luggage. Oh, that sounds and, familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and I mean, obviously, like we both talk about it now and look back on it and like laugh and like, oh, girl, that was trying times. But like, I could never share a home with her, period. Yeah. And it's not even like she wouldn't allow it. Like if I fell on hard times or like I wouldn't allow it if she needed me. But if I was just picking who to live with, I'm going to pick somebody like you said, or we have similar living habits and, you know, very minimal social overlap because... I don't know. It's just like emotionally taxing to spend all your time with the same person. And y'all um, really like, it really tries the friendship when it's like, like small stuff. Like, I don't know, like you, you left a water bottle on the counter and I had a bad day and I hate you and you suck. You're a bad friend. And it's just, it escalates like small stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and it's usually like, I feel like it's, and it's usually around cleanliness. Yeah. And I also feel like it's because you hold your friends to a standard. Yeah. Of, like, emotional care that you wouldn't hold a normal roommate to. Yeah, if it was, like, a random roommate, then it would be like, hey, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings, but you also don't want to, like, approach them in a way that would damage the friendship. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if you live with your significant other, you can be like, hey, bro, this is... But like, girl, but like, girl, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, why did you do this? You know, like, you can... There's I be a, asking you. <laughs> I'm asking not going to tell you business. Huh? huh? Asking me what? Why you put the, the styrofoam plates on the hot stove. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was hot still. I be forgetting. I forgot it was hot. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's Cause like I, I be live... asking you why when you wake up, when you clean the kitchen, you just yeah. leave the big pot that you don't want okay, to wash. Okay, anyway. Like, and like, like I, oh, in a, but like in a romantic relationship, it's easier to like, and I mean, not even to like be crass or anything, but you kind of just like have the balance of sex and like emotional intimacy where like you can come back from those what awkward conversations. To do I'm anything. just saying like you have like a, a different level of intimacy that you can come back from a, a, a tiff in their relationship with I mean it's like a regular like, argument you argue you argue with your significant other about everything so I mean not everything exactly but, but like you're not as invested in friendships all the time and that's not necessarily like a good thing but like 
in your friendship, there's a level of intimacy, but also like a, who are you to talk to me this way? Like you just yeah. my friend. Like there's, there's not the same level of responsibility to one another. So I say all that to say you shouldn't necessarily live with your like your best homegirl, not your like, best best friend. No, nah. and I mean I've done that, and I haven't had like. Like, our friendship didn't end because we, like, lived together. But I feel like that's because we didn't, like, we weren't home together a lot. Yeah, and I like, feel like if we weren't together were, enough to get on each other's uh, Yeah, nerves. and I feel like if we, like, if we had the same work schedule and stuff like that, I feel like it would have been different. But our work schedules were different. Like, when she came home, I was asleep. You know, I didn't really cook that much. So it's like, if there was shit that I left around, I forgot about it. I'm absent-minded, <laughs> and it wasn't, like, on purpose or shit like that, mm-hmm. other than, like, having a roommate that you see all the time who's just, Like, you, know, you come they, home, like, damn, they, this bitch right, home again. Like, right, and then you come home, they cooking in the kitchen, and then they leave everything dirty in the kitchen and shit, and then, like, you wake up, you see them again, and then it's just a lot. So, like, you just really got to be mindful of who you live with. Like, just because y'all are cool and just because y'all are, like, close doesn't mean that y'all's living situation will work out per se. So I just would be also careful. Say, based on my personal um, secondhand experience of this, it's really not a good idea to move in with someone that you are casually fucking. Like what? Who does that? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, what? <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, but I like, <laughs> girl, because like. Again, there's like that weird gray area where like they're a roommate, but y'all also have that like y'all be having having sexual relations exactly. So like, but y'all not together. You bumping genitals, but you know you don't come home at a certain time, and you don't have that responsibility to them to let them know everywhere you're going. But like, it's, I mean, it's an unnecess- It's a very unnecessary complication of what should be your safe. In my space. defense, my casual relationship turned into a real relationship, and we had two apartments. So, boom. <laughs> Chronicles of lesbianism. <laughs> yeah, we're done there. Um, so, but yeah, I would. My biggest suggestion is number one: be um, don't be no bitch about like talking to your roommates about things like. Don't wait until you are ready to punch the bitch in the chest the next time you see her. <laughs> like that bitch, if that bitch leave that red cup on the countertop again, I'm gonna beat her ass and come home that red cup there. And you're like, mm. <laughs> like, and I mean, be almost obsessed, not not obsessive, but like be like almost anal about it. Like before you move in with somebody or decide to move in with somebody, sit down and be like, hey, are you like, is this a thing that you do? Because I don't fuck with this. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like whenever we talk about how we're going to split bills? Like, how do you want to go about this? Mm-hmm. Like, all that. Like, literally have a conversation that is almost nitpicky like a grand I feel mother, like that's what you me, know? That's what me and Kenya did. But like, so how you like this? Okay, me too. Okay, what's it like? All right. Yeah, me too. Oh, what time you go to bed? Oh, I'm, I'll be home around then. All right, cool. What time you usually cook? Oh, you don't cook? Oh, I right. okay. <laughs> I'm like, who who gonna buy the trash can? Okay, then I buy this. <laughs> like, oh, y'all need to have those conversations. That's another thing. So, like, making big purchases together. Like, once that lease is up, you need to figure out who is taking what. Like, yeah. don't leave any don't leave anything up to chance. 
talk about everything as mm-hmm. if this is like a legally binding situation because like because that's how a lot of friendships end too exactly like oh well you know i bought the table so i thought she would buy the couch but then she decided she didn't want to buy no couch so and i then, bought the couch so now i'm spending and, all this money exactly and now she whenever i got the couch now she in the kitchen i mean in the living room <laughs> sitting on my couch all the damn time but she didn't want to buy no fucking she couch. watching my tv but she <laughs> ain't even want to buy no tv but i bought the tv on black friday it was on sale for 2.99 so like there's so much that like miscommunication and unclear communication breeds resentment and that will that will end the friendship number one reason to so, end the friend. going yeah. out drinking turning up and you know having heart to hearts is not the same as sharing a living space so just be mindful that's all not to say I'm, we're like, not saying don't live with your best friend but just be careful because if, if you fuck up your friendship that's yeah. on you dog like yeah. you can't even say well they said it would be fine Hell no. Hell no. I have a friend who lived with her line sister, and they damn near don't talk no more. (laughs) I know a lot of people that, like, especially in college, they got, a lot of people got apartments off campus, like, sophomore and junior year and stuff, like, with their best friends from, that they just met, first Mm -hmm. of all, and it never worked out. Like, they walk by each other on campus, don't even speak, but, like, what happened? And I still see it now, like, as a, how old am I, 26? Mm -hmm. People older than me, they be beefing over shit that happened when they was 25. I'm like, oh, that bitch did X, Y, Z when we lived together. I don't fuck with her. And I, no, we're not doing that. On don't the do other, that. On the other end of the spectrum, um, I feel like moving in with somebody that you're not super close to, but like compatible with in your living yeah. styles can like l- create some of the like best friendships oh, because yes. like you've shared that kind of like sacred safe space mm-hmm. of your home together. So like I have a friend now who is like, when I say best friends with her roommate, yeah. like they after grad, um, after undergrad, they moved to the same city together. They spend a bunch of time together now. Like that's her sister, damn near, you know. Yeah. Because she made the choice to live with somebody who, like I said, she was compatible with, mm-hmm. but also you know we're just able to like really grow to to love and respect. Yeah, like a lot, and a lot of people, a lot of people do that. Like if you're fresh out of college, then find somebody else that's fresh out of college. Like if you have a full time job, then like find somebody else with a full time job, and like just have like similar like living styles. Like I'm 22, I'm full time, like. Or, like, I'm a part-time student. I also work full-time. Just find people similar to that. And, then like, I haven't heard too many horror stories about that unless they're, like, awful people, period. But just similar. Just find somebody in your cohort, basically, and you should be good. And hopefully they're not a criminal. You know, Google them, them niggas. See if they on oh, America's also, Most Wanted. Yeah, and don't be <laughs> dumb about, like, allowing shit in your house. Like, I know some people who, like, oh, well, my friends sell weed a little bit, and that's fine, but... And then the police come knocking on your door, and because your name is on the lease, you got a charge for maintaining a drug de- a drug dwelling. And you're like, mm. hold on, I ain't even have the. It wasn't even yeah. in my room. Just be, just be careful. Be so smart. Like, yeah. Um. Like your parents are gonna give you a whole bunch of advice that seems ridiculous, but they're but some of that shit is like wild. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of it is wildly, like unlikely to happen. But sometimes your parents don't be bullshitting. Yeah. Okay, so to wrap things up, basically, like, like you say, you got your first apartment at what twenty one? You said, yeah. What What would you have done differently? What would What would you before you got that apartment have done differently? 
I would not have moved in with a significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have bitten the bullet probably and gone back to living at home. Mm-hmm. And like, because he planned, like his parents were trying to get us to not move in together. Like, oh, this is shacking up and it's so wrong, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he had moved down there and gotten his own place and I lived at home, Number one, I would have saved hella money in student loans. Yeah. And number oh, two. In student loans? Yeah, I was paying my rent with student loans. Oh, shit. Because before I got, um, before I got my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wouldn't have, like, set the kind of bar for living with someone. Mm-hmm. So then once I moved to Atlanta and, like, got my own apartment, it wouldn't have been such a big I don't want to say shock, but, like, such a huge adjustment and, like, having so much alone time and, like, all that shit. Does that make sense? Um, Because I was so used to living with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, I also would have... I would have been smarter with money mm-hmm. as well because I have been a spin a check and get it right back kind of nigga since... I started getting checks in high school. And, um, like, you just, like, there's a level of responsibility that just kind of smacks you in the face. So if I had, like, leveled up to that, I think a lot of things that I've encountered since then as far as, like, money is concerned, I would have just really been able to breeze by literally with better planning and um less impulsive spending less like frivolous spending shit like that mm-hmm. and i would have planned better for buying more furniture because it's really not hard to create a home that you really like um and feel comfortable in if you're like being responsible and frugal at the same time like planning purchases makes making the purchase 10 times easier what about you Jody? what would you do differently <laughs> um well when I was at home for those two weeks I probably would have stayed but like like technically I had a job in Richmond so like I still had that job so I was like oh I don't want to leave my job and I also didn't want to leave, you know, the person I was involved with at the time. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to stay in Richmond because, you know, that's where my life is. I went to college. I went to college there. So my whole life was in Richmond. I didn't want to go back home. And because, like, I just don't I just don't like it there. I think it's boring in comparison to Richmond. And so I was like, nope, I'm going to stay in Richmond. But, like, also I, my job wasn't paying me that well. For me to like have like sustain a life like to be an adult and like at 23 like I was not working how I should have been because I wasn't I didn't really work in college for real so like the job that I got during my last semester was not was not that great it wasn't that <laughs> like it wasn't anything really because then like I was like okay well my paychecks be like this sometimes <laughs> So I can afford to pay my half of the rent, but it's like, can you also pay your half of, you know, electricity and the water bill and the phone bill that you're about to get in like a month? 
and like <laughs> transportation and groceries and stuff. So it's you like, know, yeah. We didn't talk about transportation costs. That should be high. So yeah, so you talk about so like when you talk about like affording an apartment, you literally just look at the cost of the apartment and you don't factor in like those other costs as well as furniture. So that's one thing probably would have done is just go home and work there instead and save money to move back to Richmond. And like a lot of people like probably look down on people living at home, but it's like the smartest thing to do. Like if you like I said, like if that if the environment is good, if you have a good relationship with your family, like if they're not gonna force you to pay for too many things, then I would just stay home. And like that's the environment that I had and I would have just stayed home. But like four apartments later and like three jobs later, like I'm not struggling anymore. But like it took a while to get here. <laughs> Whereas, like, if I would have stayed at home for maybe, like, six months and then moved out, it would have been fine. Like, it would have been okay. And then, like, another thing, I probably, I won't say that I wouldn't have moved in with a significant other. I would say I wouldn't have done it so soon. But, I mean, it kind of worked out. It kind of didn't. Because, I mean, we had, we were together for, like, what, two years almost. And we had two apartments together. Like, a year and a half. We had two apartments together. So, I mean, you just got to be. I don't know. Just be smart about who you live with. Don't be like, oh, I love this person. We're going to move together because it might not work out, especially when you're that young. But I mean, I don't want to be a pessimist because like people, people learn on their own. And I think that's how I learned, like how I learned like trial and error, basically, like four apartments, four years later. (laughs) It's like I finally got the shit figured out. So it's like, I don't know. Just be smart and make sure you can afford it. That's it. That's it. So ultimately, I think the the biggest takeaway here is to make sure that whenever you make the decision to move out, you're not making it from like a place of frustration or desperation. You're like, look, this is like you've assessed the cost. You've determined like the best person to live with, the best area to live in. And you've really like mulled over all the details of the situation because you don't want to like be just fresh out the frying pan into the fire and realize that you've bitten off way more than you can chew. And then you would hate to tell your parents that they were right. You just got to swallow it. You just got to swallow it with pride and be like, damn, you know, they said I shouldn't have moved out and I did it anyway. So, I mean, you live and you learn, though. And I mean, that's, that's about it, man. Just be smart and manage your money very well very very well manage it very well if you'd like some money management tips you can check out when we get by.com in the blog section there is a very like relatable helpful article written by jodes over here and it is money management tips for broke boys like myself and maybe some of y'all too um also new on the blog this week is gonna be a quick little post about easy ways to make your house Feel like a home on a budget. So, yeah. All right, that's it. And we out. Girl. <laughs> <laughs>